1: Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au It's true of the red and the blue as we sing the song to you
2: Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzer and on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue to Red Legs at Radio. Thanks to climate, air conditioning, and solar. Simply the best in the Telstra shop at Norwood. They know everyone is different. Whatever you need, visit today. Well, it was Bob Dylan who sang the times, they are a changing. We might have to lean on Greg Champion to change that to the legs. They are a charging. From zero and three to four and three. Comfortably in the four, uh, sitting in fourth spot, four and three, south above them, Glenelg below them. That's just percentage dividing those three teams, but they have been very impressive in the last month, the Norwood Football Club. The voice of Sanford Footy at 1629 SENSA is Miles Fitster. Miles. Uh, I know you love your legs. Are you feeling relaxed about where they're at now? Oh,
0: I'm feeling relaxed now. And uh, I said, well, you were spot on, though, in your prediction last week. You said it was going to be a close game between South. I, I was looking for them to assert themselves, but you were spot on. Close game, but they got what they needed. And stayed in that group, but it makes this week even more and more interesting.
2: I know that uh, Hutchie and Pickers do the third person self congratulator, and I was thinking of uh, chasing the audio from last week where I said that this game would be decided by within a kick, and sure enough, four points.
0: Uh, but, you were uh, right, you were dead spot on. I, I'm
2: happy to call it. Modesty kicked me out of it. We'll talk a little bit more about the South game very shortly. We've got a huge show coming up. We're going to be catching up with Greek Champion after the break. He's got a couple of Red Legs dedicated Norwood Football Club songs, uh, one relating to a current player of the Legs, and another uh, that is a bit of a tribute to our Sandful W team who bowed out on the weekend in the first semifinal against West Adelaide. You so got, looking forward to catching up with Chance. You got that one break. wrong. I did. I thought they win comfortably and they so got absolutely booted. Yeah, so that was uh, a little bit unfortunate. Of course, your calls and texts as well. That is always the highlight of the afternoon here at Redlegs Radio. The phone line 1300 736 736. The text line 0427 154 166. So feel free to jump on the phone, get on the text line and uh, have your say about the Norwood Football Club or anything you want to talk about, about Sanford footy. Let's start with the Norwood Football club, first of all. I've got a few things I didn't like about Norwood. We will get to that, but there are a lot of things to like as well.
0: They were really gritty when it mattered down the stretch. It certainly were. Pretty important goals at important times, and the big players got moving once again. Started uh, in the engine room. none, Douglas, Balderstone, Panos. Um, quality always shines above. A few things, yeah, didn't like, but I'm liking, you know, it's similar to that Sturt game where they had to change things um, They had to change the way they were playing and change the game a bit and fight their way back. Remember, they were down against Sturt at Peter Motley Oval. They changed what they were doing, fought their way back, fought their way back. I I, I like the fact that they can adjust on the fly. That's what I'm liking, what I'm seeing.
2: Craig Evans to join us a little bit later on in the show, former player for the Norwood Football Club.
0: Missed a couple of flags, didn't he? He did, and if people are out there too, we... uh, He's doing a bit of a deep dive into changing from Sturt uh, to Norwood, but he's also going to talk Rumble in the Tunnel. Rumble in the Tunnel. He's going to tell the story about how it started and kicked off. So if you're out there and you want a question for the big barge, big Craig Evans, remember one 736 736 or text in 0427 and we will read them to him and he'll answer them.
2: Uh, I'm going to ask you what the uh, prizes are for calling in tonight, which uh, I know that you've always got your hands on. But I've got a couple of questions for you while we're talking about that as well. We I are. do want to just get involved in the, uh, the South Adelaide game from last weekend. We're going to take some highlights very shortly. Do we still have a problem with allowing in too many 50s? I can't believe that we are going to win games against top sides. And I rate South as one of the top sides. They're sitting in third. They've been very unlucky. They're three losses. Just as an aside for South, they lost by five points to Glenelg, eight points to North Adelaide, and four points to Norwood. I mean,
0: they they could easily be seven and zip. Yeah, true. You could also argue, though, that Norwood lost the first two and under a kick as well. And then the only bad one they've had, they haven't had a bad one South. I think a bad one's coming. I think a bad one's coming for South they've been very very good as we so see to Kim Dillon as he walks out the studio but um yeah I, I I still don't have them I still don't have them on top I haven't seen enough I haven't seen enough from them to grab it and go, you know what? Um, but I'm going to get into what I think a little bit more about that later, but I'll let you continue with your questions, <laughs> otherwise we will get off topic. The
2: Findex Financiers, I think South Adelaide might make an appearance for me. 36 inside 50s to 53. That's where Norwood got beaten pretty comprehensively. I thought the back six did a remarkable
0: job to only allow, what was it, nine goals 12 from 53 inside 50s? It was. It, what's interesting about that is a 44 to 24 hitouts and 38 to 31 clearances. So they got on top... In around the stoppages and on the ball, and then lost the lost the inside fifty count They're always going to win the rebound fifty count when you lose the inside fifty count, but allowing too many entries like that probably shows maybe a little bit of lack of accountability through the corridor midfield
2: well, that's exactly what I feel like. On I just mi- feel like that whenever South Adelaide get the ball with a bit of clean air across half back they got it inside fifty, and that's I reckon our midfield just not working back hard enough
0: is it yeah is it working back hard enough because you can lose the ball inside? Like as you know, but yeah. we seem to win the clearances, so we're not losing it inside. It's outside. It's outside accountability. Outside the stoppage. That's what Jimmy Allen talked about yep. on this show the other week. Is mm. is spread, and if they're not covering the spread, a really good side on a good day can hurt you. But they were good enough to get over the line the other day. But you're spot on. It is a weakness.
2: Haynes across half back was very good for South. Ha- G. He is a
0: player. He's is he? a super player. He's One of my favourite players, Haynes. I think. Um, I think he's definitely in the top. Four or five players in the competition, but we're going to get to that later too. I've got a few blokes I need to slap on that.
2: Our defence was very good. I thought. I reckon they are. Their tackling pressure was excellent. I thought they stood up to a lot of ball coming in. When we get hold of it, here's my concern. We get hold of it. We've got a set kick it's almost like we go backwards just because we want to get the ball in Lewis Johnson's hands. Now, I've got a bit of news here. Lewis Johnson won't be playing this weekend and I think misses an extended period with a quad injury. We'll talk about that a little bit later on with the teams, thanks to Paradise Mazda. But I just wonder if we're too Johnson conscious and we go back too far. We're very good at kicking the ball around, I think we show a lot of care with the ball, and I think that's important. But I just wonder whether there's a few times we get those set kicks and we shouldn't just be going, just bang, go, run, break, and actually get the ball, get some field position and get the ball down the other end of the ground a little bit
0: more efficiently. He's an elite user, Lewis, as we know, and he does rack a lot of possessions around from him being the designated ball user behind. I know it's a, I know it's a common theme with supporters as in, Chipping around it, but that's their style of play. They wait, they wait, they wait. The problem is, is when we don't have those uh, line breakers or whatever you call them, as in Barry um, and these guys, Hamilton. When he went down on the weekend, yep. the guys that have got speed through the centre of the ground to there, and like you said, go whack bang. Um, is you've got to be more precise because going long, um, especially with our side, doesn't work. A little bit of indiscipline I thought crept
2: in on the weekend as well. Uh, B McKenzie. Now, Brad McKenzie took a mark in the back pocket, and I think it was in the second quarter, and he got cleaned up by Joel Cross. Uh, and it should have—it was always going to be a 25, maybe even a 50-metre penalty. But instead, Brad gets up and pushes Joel, and I reckon he cost himself the 25. I reckon you've just got to be a bit smarter than that.
0: You do. That happened most weeks. I mean, we haven't been too bad. I know Griggy got hot under the collar Griggy there.
2: Griggy got hot. He was next on my list. I reckon there was a couple. He gave away... Th- two free kicks inside defensive 50 and he gave away a 25 meter penalty for back chat which sent the free kick into defensive 50 and we lost a goal there as well so it's two goals one there wasn't three goals but
0: it's the it's the back chat i don't mind the getting up and like it's knowing the time and the place louis hender's a perfect artist of it he's like the central version of the tom papley as in the antagonize flop get the free kick um not to say louis not a good player that's where the defenders have got to be smarter than that if they directly result in a goal. It's the back chat that I don't cop. Is If it's a freeze already gone, who in your life have you ever seen an umpire turn around and say, oh, sorry, just because you called me a so-and-so, I'm going to reverse the free kick? That's a no-no. If you get a 25 for giving the umpire a spray, that's an absolute no-no in my opinion. In
2: a four-point game, that could have so easily gone the other way. In fact, if you think back to the first quarter, I can't think who the South Adelaide player was, but took a mark on his chest 25 metres out, a split second after the siren sounded. I mean, that's the difference in those sorts of games, isn't it?
0: Well, it is. And I think now that um, especially we've seen the AFL competition, we even saw that with the Gold Coast and Essendon game, split-second decisions can mean the difference between points and no points. A lot of positives, though. Uh, Tommy Pinion across centre-half forward is just
2: outstanding. He is clanking balls regularly. I'm I'm a convert. I'm always a bit of a question mark about blokes who come out of community footy and try and make their way at league football. But... He can he can play. He can really play.
0: Yeah, and it's a credit to Mark Ross and the team at Nord. They they don't normally get some of them too wrong. I mean Sam Balderstone's a perfect example. We'll
2: get to him because he's on my list of likes as well. Matty Nunn, I think he had eight tackles to three quarter time. He was superb.
0: He had ten tackles for the game, Matt Nunn, twenty seven touches. He is I was texting Gowser, he did the game with Paul Bonser on the weekend. And uh, I just said watch for Matt Nunn and he is he is what they were they were missing um for a little while is that is uh, essentially what you call it, um, speed in the contest. And because he can close on blokes quick and tackle them, or he can explode out of a contest and create faster spread. Absolute barometer, Matt Nunn. But wouldn't be surprised if he, if he ticks right off on this year and can continue with this, 27, 10 tackles or whatever... Two or three times he's, the, the doors come knocking a little bit from AFL clubs. He got injured at the wrong
2: time last year, didn't he, during the mid-season draft? I think he, he did a groin about a week out from that mid-season yeah, draft, and missed three weeks it, and missed the draft as well, He's of done
0: some combines. You know, Cole Gerloff and Matt, none of the two, that are going to be on AFL radars um, this season and next. Probably a mid-season draft come next, but I know we're going to see some players miss out through the COVID period, but... Super is a barometer. Absolute barometer, Matt Nunn. So my list of likes is the way the defensive
2: back six held up. I'm a big fan of Cam Ball. I thought some of his tackling work across uh, the defensive line was pretty good. I was really impressed with Cam Ball, and I, I saw the look on your face that you're not quite as convinced as me. I did like him a lot. Love the game of Matthew Nunn. Love the game of Tom Pinion, And the other one we have to talk about once again, S. Baldurstone, outstanding.
0: Let's get into this. He's 278 hitouts. For the season, he's 68 clear of anyone else in the comp. He's number three in the competition for clearances, if you don't mind, and number six in the competition for Dream Team. Now, I want to go into this, and I don't know whether we're going to do it now or we're going to do it later. I'm making a case for this. He is the best player in the competition easily. He's the most important player in the competition easily. And if he is not McGarry favourite, if he is not the favourite for the McGarry medal right now, I'll go jump in the lake. <clears throat> Excuse me. He, he is absolutely, by far and away, the best player in the competition.
2: Absolutely, it, by far and away, the, the best player in the competition. T- have you have you watched any of the Eagles this
0: year yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to start talking about Jack Hayes. I've called the Eagles twice in person. Baldus had 23, one goal on his non-preferred, taking it out of the ruck to win the game, seven tackles for a ruckman and ten clearances. I mean, they're on baller numbers. Hardington, Snook, nah. from Glenelg. Snook's been very good. Old Snooky, Snooky Moy Moy, one of my favourites. Jay Cross, now nah, Cross he's had a shocking year. You, so you've got S. Baldestone ahead of all of those boys, one hundred percent at the moment in this season, this year, this year. I, I will I'll mark any reputation that I have, which is none with any listeners or possibly you. He is the best player in the competition in his position. He is so far better than anybody else. But then take him out of that. If if Snook's Number one for clearances and going really well. Number one for Dream Team. Super. Super. But what happens is this snook always gets the second best on baller or the third best on baller because they go to Partington. Cross haven't really rated his year at all. You could argue Boyd would probably be in front of Cross. He's had a super year at Central. He's been excellent. Sam Balderstone is the best player in the comp. I wanted, well, I've i done some research right in here. We'll get to it either now or later. Get to it's, it now. Go, right,
2: go for it. You can have your say as well. one three hundred seven three six seven three six, 736 736 or text in 0427-154-166. Who's a better player in the Sandville competition than Sam Balderstone. My man here, Miles Fitzner, the voice of Sandville footy 1629 SENSA, believes zero, nada, nobody.
0: Who is better than Sam Balderstone? You tell me. In my opinion, none. Now, I did some work on the last time a Ruckman um, has won a McGeary medal. Now, 2001, Ryan O'Connor. Yep. Um, who tied it with um, Tony Brown? Yep. He was ruck slash forward and kicked a lot of goals. He played AFL and came back too. Last time someone like a big My man might count that year. They won it with sixteen each. Yep, hundred and the same team. Both played for the Port Maggies. Both in the same side. Um, Rhino kind hundred ninety three centimeters. Now you've even got to look back a bit further. Kim um, Dylan was just saying before that there's one other player way way back that. Um, that had won one, which was a play that I'd never heard of. But even look back in the AFL, 1975. Now I rang Blighty today because yeah, Blighty and I mate. So oh, so yeah, so I rang bloody today I said, I said, I said, "I said I said mate, can you help me out? I'm trying to work out some ruckman he said, "I said, oh, let have a look at the McGarry count." Didn't know you won one. He goes, "I won a Brownlow two, Miles." I said, "Of course he did, Blighty <laughs> Anyway, so Blighty turned around. He said, "He said, yeah, look, I had to leave it, to, you know, Robber and Ebert, you know, those guys. They won one before him. He won one. He thought it's my time to go. To the AFL. They can win another one, so they won two after that." He said, "But just," he said, "Miles, the." funny thing was, when I stood on the Brownlow medal dice, the people around me, Dempsey, 75, Ruckman, Moss, 76, Ruckman, Teasdale, 77, Ruckman, Blight, 78, said he was the shortest. He said he won that at Ruck Rover. And then you go into round 81, Moore in 79 and Templeton in 80, all Ruckman.
2: Scott wine I think, won a um,
0: Brownlow as a Ruckman as Jimmy well. Jimmy Steins as a Ruckman. I'm telling you, now, now Boulders is not normally well-liked by the umpires, but if he doesn't poll... There's a massive, massive problem in this. He's getting if you get ten clearances, twenty-three touches, kick a goal and lay several tackles, and you're an on baller you get you get a vote. I mean, you, you, you get a vote. The most clearances on the ground, um, only Nunny laid more tackles than him, being ten, and he's a big man and kicks a match winner. Like, I reckon there's four games so far he's clearly got three votes. Easily. One three hundred, seven three six, seven three six, have your say.
2: Text in O four two seven one five four one double six. I don't think he wins it. Do you reckon he polls? You can can get on with me. He won't win it. Do
0: you reckon he polls? I don't think he
2: polls. No. We've had this discussion against the Sturt game. I think he polled three votes. But then last week against... uh, Who did we play the week before against... Duh. Help me out here, West Adelaide, where he had a really good game, but I don't reckon he'll get a vote.
0: No, but that's then how, he gets That's free. how I think it rolls. Yeah, it gets three on the weekend.
2: Four-point winners on the weekend. Let's take a listen to a couple of the highlights from the game now. It's a call of 1629 SENSA. It was Paul Bonsor in the commentary box with Chris Gowns.
3: Don Barry has it, running through half forward Lovely kick to Rams Wilson He juggled it about five times But in the end takes the mark And he'll kick from about 40 metres out On just a slight angle Pretty reliable set shot is Anthony Wilson And he puts the first one on the board for Norwood Ira got it from the big fella Balderstone, inside 50 Pinion Diving mark Here he comes And the umpire's doing a little bit of work, but snuck it in. But Tommy Pinion gets another goal for the legs, puts them back in front. And this seesawing contest continues. 14 seconds to go. There it is! The siren's gone! And Norwood have claimed the win. So Norwood, 10-10, defeat South Adelaide. Nine goals, 12, in an
2: absolute thriller. So there you have it. It was an absolute thriller, as set by Paul Bonsor. Four-point winners. We move up to fourth position on the ladder. We're going to be taking on Glenelg on Saturday night at Cooper Stadium. We'll talk a bit about that a little bit later on in the show. But coming up is Greg Champion. Climate, air conditioning and solar SA's biggest steak and dealer. And they're proud sponsors of the Redlegs. And the Telstra shop at Norwood have phones to drones and Fitbits to Foxtel. You can visit their friendly experts today. You're listening to Redlegs Radio. Every
0: heart beats true. Oh.
2: Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on S E N S A. Keep your eye on the Red yeah, we're doing it thanks to Climate, Air, Conditioning and Solar. They're simply the best and the Telstra shop at Norwood. They know everyone is different. So whatever you need, you pop in there and you visit today. We're in the lead up to the big clash against the reigning premiers, Glenelg. We're taking them on at the home of football, Cooper Stadium, 7.20 on Saturday night. So it's going to be a fantastic affair under lights at Cooper Ooh. Stadium Very excited about it. We'll talk a bit about the game a little bit later on. Of course, the teams, thanks to Paradise Mazda, a couple of big outs, which is uh, unfortunate for the legs at probably the inopportune time. But it's always nice to pause and pivot at this period of the show as we uh, reach across to our illustrious colleague in Melbourne, Greek champion. Welcome back to Red Legs Radio. Hello. Uh, can you hear me okay? Gotcha. Loud Perfectly. and clear, champs. And uh, your AFL team is Norton 11 but your sandful team is going along okay at 4-3. and three, Four straight wins. So at least Norwood's holding up their end of the bargain, mate.
4: Well, nice. No, one out of two ain't bad. Um, <laughs> and when I ask you, can you hear me okay, I that might sound slightly unprofessional, but... Um, I'm still uh, wondering at the marvels of uh, me being on a headset at home and you picking me up on Adelaide Radio. It's pretty pretty special.
2: Well, the remarkable thing about it is, uh, before we managed to master the technology, we brought you in on the phone, and it was a crackly old thing that wasn't too flash at all. But it quite literally, doesn't it, Miles, sound like you are in the studio
4: alongside of us as we chat.
0: It certainly helps it out. That's what, what the favourite part of the show for you, Hookie. Listening to the lockdown linguist, of isn't course. It? Yes. <laughs> the are you linguist, boys
4: are you? bagging my iPhone two?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've got the one that plays a snake, the, the Nokia fifty five ten or whatever the thirty-three it was. fifteen. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, got it's got a crank,
4: it's got a crank handle on it. You've got
2: to wind it up. Uh, champs a little bit disappointing because uh, I was very, very confident that uh, our women would uh, do their very best in the Sandful W competition. They're in the second semi-final, but uh, gee, they got an absolute stick up from uh, West Adelaide. 2 three fifteen. we finished with the Bloods, 9 4 58. So, uh, unfortunately, they won the inaugural Sandville W Premiership, uh, but it's not going to be the case this year. But, yeah, so disappointing that uh, the girls can't go on and play in the grand final. Well,
4: it's funny you should have mentioned it, because uh, a, a young chap's been sending songs into our program by the name of B Hook, and he sent me this one... Uh, that's about our Sandful girls, if Sandful is a, uh, a legal term to use.
2: Well, it, it became a legal term about two years ago it because beca- it, it, it was religiously SANFL here in Adelaide, and I know you Victorians like to call it Sandful, but we actually made the change to Sandful, I reckon, two seasons ago, which means, by extension, the SANFL W is now the Sandful W. Sandful. Well, uh,
4: you know, Sandful really suits... Adelaide, because when I'm on Victorian radio, uh, it's a known thing that the South Australian accent does um, have a special way with their Ls. So, yeah. So uh, where a Victorian might say Sanful, Sanful, a South Australian will say Sanful, Sanful. So, therefore, the Sanful is a very uh, (laughs) – correct, why, a good thing to, for South Australian Adelaide people to be saying. So I'm, I'm all for it. Champs, you said that uh, a
2: mystery emailer sent you in a couple <laughs> of lyrics to a song. Why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, lay it out for
4: us? This young kid is showing a lot of promise and <laughs> I reckon after 200 ditties, he is going to be really something. Uh, so here's his work. It's pretty special. Uh, I'm going to just get this guitar in position. Well, why you yep, do, we, why you do we, we that... We
0: always do a bit of think music for you. you. You've got the easiest gig going around, champs, because you, you, you're, you're now just a, a performing artist, not, not a singer-songwriter. No, let's be honest. <laughs> he has to do a lot of work tidying <laughs> up my fairly B-grade work.
4: I'm sorry, Miles, I didn't quite catch that one. Well, I, said, I said, it it said,
0: it said it's the easiest job going around. You're now just a performing artist uh, rather than the singer-songwriter.
4: You're right, mate. It's a, it's, <laughs> you're quite right. It's, a, a, and f, and, it's, it's, it's paid my rent for 30 years, so it's a, <laughs> I'm, I, I got no complaints. Here we go. <laughs> half pennies, ruck work, and Hiscock at half back. Samuel in midfield and Sumbras in attack. Ferrell and Lishman, our stars on the wing, our favourite. Sandful w things <laughs> i i i started i just take with stick with me and i'll grab this capo and i'll just change this key and then i'll go like this oh nice <laughs> mattia breed our defensive commander riannon bush and young Matilda Zander. under mark Macaulay, no has the ball on a string our favorite and full double you things that's not easy to do that but no, I
2: bet. it was easy to write
4: <laughs> lindsey pigs run bella smith skill girls who know no fear and so cheery. Oh, twenty, twenty, 20 but hey They'll win the flag next year, and there's more from the kid. Here we go. Sophie Armstead, who's down here from Darwin, kicking it lace out to Isabel Martin, Tess Hankinson, and the toughness she brings. Our favourite handful W things. I'll get, I'll, I'll, nearly get that right by the end of this. One. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia. Alicia Gallagher. oh, what a surname. And Georgia Avery's born to play this game. Leah Cutting's boots are loaded with springs. Our favorite sound for W things. Ashley Gould's run, Kate Fenton's skill, girls who know no fear. And so cheery, oh, 2020, but hey, they'll win the flag next. Yeah. Ah, he brought it home.
2: He did bring it home. Absolutely special. There was a couple of little bibs and bobs through the middle there. But Jeez, just you're making it tough bit. on him, Hooky. Uh, he had to dumb it down as well. Yeah. I, I had about 30 more syllables in there over the course of that song. Beautiful work, champs. Uh, yeah, so unfortunately the girls uh, couldn't get it done in the second. In the first semi-final. I beg your pardon, they'll miss the preliminary final. So I think it'll be... Uh, South Adelaide taking on um North oh yeah, south Adelaide. Uh, no, North Adelaide went through, didn't they? Yeah, so South West, 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 will, west will play South uh, yeah. this weekend. Well, the
4: up the upside is the uh, the young kid who's sending these songs in, heaps of talent. And um, yeah, it is a tricky one to scan uh, uh, without rehearsing uh, overly much. But uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to what else this kid sends in next oh, week.
0: Hey, oh, oh, champs, I've got a video of him rehearsing one here in the studio, which I just think <laughs> I need to send through to you. Because we're glad that he's not performing them. (laughs) There's a big difference from riding them to actually pulling them off. And I've got a nice little video that I'll just wait till Hookie throws me under a bus, and that might just find its way
4: out somewhere at some point. That will will be inevitable as well. Uh, Uh, You know this Ben Hook (laughs) chap, Miles. Many (laughs) once or twice. Uh, what's his singing voice like? That's
0: what I'm saying, that video that I've got uh, will yeah. put the whole lot to rest, I would have thought.
4: Well, uh, well uh, I'm glad he, if he can't sing too good, I'm glad, otherwise he'd have my job. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you thought... are very safe in your shoes, Greg Champion, because I tell you what, I'm happy to do a bit of background work and provide you with a couple of uh, potential lyrics for a few songs, but the chance that I'll be performing any of these is Nunn and Nathan Buckley's Hey, uh, 27 touches yeah. for our boy Matty Nunn on uh, the weekend. Yeah. Very impressive, 10 tackles. Um, it was nice to get him back into the side because he's missed a few with injury, hasn't he, Miles? So um, good, Certainly has. good to have him back. Maybe uh, just take us to the break with a little ditty that we, uh, we wrestled with for uh, our boy Matty yeah. Nunn.
4: Hookie, uh, that song was, uh, I, I have to confess, the tune, the Akadaka tune, is not that familiar to me and I need a week to practice oh, it. Oh, well, I, on hold. I, 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 I've got an alternative for you, mate. Oh, I just did, is what
0: we're after, yes.
4: Uh, uh, gentlemen, I mean, per, per, personnel of the program, I've got a song here for you which I didn't uh, forewarn you about, but uh, if I can just say... Uh, Regarding the uh, uh, ubiquitous Crows camp, which won't go away, (laughs) uh, a listener gave us an idea called Tie Another Teammate to the Old Oak Tree. (laughs) So so with your approval, I'll give you the ditty. you Okay, chaps. These football camps, they've had their time. Now the whole thing's just got way out of line us crowboys almost won the flag last year so what is this what is all this nonsense are they taking the mickey (laughs) rudy duty so tie another teammate to the old gum tree is this cutting edge? Well, that's news to me. I can't believe I'm tying teammates to gum trees. Can we stay on the bus? Have mercy on us. How dumb can this be? I'm sick of all this tying teammates up to old gum trees. These football camps, they once were fun. But collective minds fix that for everyone. I smelled a rat when we were told to put these blindfolds on. They said, fellas, come on, what could possibly go wrong? They said, possibly go wrong so tie another teammate to the old gum tree is this cutting edge well that's news to me i can't believe i'm tying teammates to gum trees can we say on the bus have mercy on us how dumb can this be i'm sick of all this tying teammates up to old gum trees Rudy, duty, Rudy
2: duty, and yes, there it is. We finally got the sound effect working. It's From taken delay. us eight weeks. Champs, wonderful, and, mate, brilliant stuff.
4: Uh, and when I sing Rudy, duty, that's a pretty clear sign that the song has been finished. You've
2: run out that's, of lyrics.
4: That, Rudy, duty. Like, uh, <laughs>
2: that's that's
4: secret tech talk for. We're done here. It should be be, uh, like
0: Dodie as in like uh, Dodie, 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 Rudy, Dodie, Dodie. Rudy,
4: Rudy, Tom, Uh, Dodie, Dodie. Yeah. Do you reckon we didn't get a few – dozens of listeners uh, suggesting, of course, uh, uh, he's a good player for the Crows, Dodie, (laughs) Dodie. Everybody wanted to suggest that one. A little bit obvious for us, but – Nice, to, nice dealing with you gentlemen. I hope you're satisfied with that. I'll have to work on Aka Daka for that young Ben Hook.
2: Yeah, work, work on that and we'll uh, look forward to your tribute to Maddie Nunn next week. Thanks as always, great Champion. Uh, thank you, folks. Catch you soon. That was Greg Champion there, our musical expert, with his ditty to the Sandful W girls. And we have one up our sleeve, Maddie Nunn, for next week. We're off to break. Climate, Air, Conditioning and Solar, SA's biggest day can dealer, and they're proud sponsors of the Red Legs. And the Telstra shop at Norwood have phones to drones. Fitbits to Foxtel. Visit their friendly experts today. The team on the other side, you're listening to Red Legs Radio.
4: Every heart beats true for the red and the blue as we sing the song to you.
2: Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Yeah, you listen to Redlegs Radio. It's with Ben Hook and Malcolm Blight's best mate, Miles Fitzner, <laughs> is in the studio. We need to talk about the People's Choice Credit Union Award. It is the member and supporter voted award. Uh, and, of course, the votes have come through after... Saturday's game, Sunday, I beg your pardon's game, against South Adelaide. Oh,
0: shock here. Big shock. Shock horror.
2: Fancy that. Sam Balderstone's family has been at it again. Pumped him up with another 25 votes to lead the way from Mitchie Grigg on 15. Lewis Johnson on 12. who was very good uh, deep in defence. Nick Rokar on five. I thought uh, he was really good. Zach Richards got plenty of the ball. Matty Pan. I reckon that's all his Prince Alfred mates have got got him up uh, once again. All four of them. (laughs) Well, yeah, but he's sitting second or third, isn't he? He's going okay overall. Matthew Panos two, Tom Pinion two, Cam Shenton one, and uh, Cam Cam Shenton two, and single votes to all of the rest. It gets us to the People's Choice Award leaderboard. Sam Balderstone on two hundred and forty votes, one hundred and forty-two ahead of Mitchell Grigg. Zach Richards is third on eighty-four. Will Abbott 77, Tommy Pinion 70, Cam Shenton 58, Lewis Johnson 57, Richard Douglas 57, Declan Hamilton 57, Nick Rocar 56. Sam Balderstone has been our best player this year, but by 142 votes, do you think that's about right?
0: Well, if you're the best player on the ground and then people are voting, it's not by 140 votes. It's just that means that, that there were more people that day that decided to vote because he was that dominant. So... He'll not win the best and fairest, but he's not going to win it by 140 votes. About
2: this time every week, we do our uh, buy, sell and trade, our little stock market. It's thanks to Findex
0: Financials. Uh, What do you got for me this week? Look, I'm buying uh, Norwood for the flag. They're $6 at the odds currently. They're playing Glenelg this week. And uh, if they beat the Bays, if they beat the Bays, uh, they're going to shorten in on that. So I'm taking those odds. Norwood for the flag at $6. Always gamble responsibly, of course, but I'm taking... Norwood for the flag at six bucks. That's your buy.
2: What you hold and what you sell?
0: Uh, Hold is going to be your songs. Um, I'm holding your. <laughs> I'm holding your songs. The lyrics on your songs. They've been good so far. I'm just waiting for something. Just to, they're just starting to push the syllables. The amount in there. They're getting tidied up. But I'm holding your songs. Okay. That's a hold now. Sell Andrew Capel. He's getting sold. Why? Yeah. No. His article on Pronounce his best. His
2: name right first Capel. Of all, It's
0: Capel. Capel. Yeah. Well, the Capel can uh, can he can go and jump. I'm selling him. He's done the article during the week on the best players in the competition. I think he's got it. Uh, all um, upside down. Balderstone second in the comp behind Jack. Behind Jack Hayes, absolutely no no. He had Douglas in six behind. Did you watch Newels and West on the weekend? No. Jack Hayes was outrageously good. Yeah, he I marked know. everything. I know, but but have a look. He what's the only kick? the year. You're, you're, you're,
2: you're a Norwood Patsy, mate. You have got to spread your wealth. No, no, the no, no, no. But even
0: but even look, he's got Douglas behind Moore. I'm not buying it. Um, look, it's all well and good, but he can write the things. He's done it on stats, so. It's what I don't like. Go and watch a bit I'm, more footy.
2: Andrew Capel, Capel, if you're listening, I'm on your side, mate. I thought sell you did a wonderful Capel. job of that uh, top 25 for the midpoint of the season. It was uh, a really good piece. And you know the beautiful thing about that? It does create a bit of debate, doesn't it? I it, mean, I like the fact that, you, you know, you've got a bit of a problem with this yeah. and that bloke Capel, Yeah, I'm
0: selling him. <laughs> <laughs>
4: right,
2: what's your buy right, swap yeah, Okay, I'm uh, going to buy some South Adelaide. Now, I know they're playing oh, the Eagles this weekend, but gee, they've had two tough losses. The price has dot, dipped. They may not even beat the Eagles this weekend, but... Gee, they deserve, they deserve better than what they've got. I reckon they're a better side than four and three, so I'm buying some South Adelaide. I'm holding my Central District that I bought last week, and they lost.
0: Uh, what but they I, reckon,
2: down? I reckon there is... Well, I'm buying them. They're cheap. Uh, they're a cheap price, mate. And I'm going to hold it. my Central District. I'm not selling out there. You know what I'm going to sell? Uh-oh. Because the price is so good, I'm I'm putting them on the market. What? S. Balderson. I'm selling my Baldy stocks.
0: Yeah, that's foolish.
2: Oh, well, it's all money in the pocket, mate. But you can't you can't go much higher than the price he's got it to. Yeah, foolish. Jack Hanneth, I would like to see him get about 20 hit outs on the weekend. Hope we win but I, just Jack Hanneth, just cut him down to size a little bit. We can't Balderstone even... We, we will need, sma-
0: Balderstone will smash Hannaf. We've
2: we got a problem with this people choice credit in Smash Hannaf. Oh,
0: He'll get embarrassed, Jack Hannaf, the number 44 Glenelg, embarrassed. I'm
2: selling a bit of Sam Balderstone because I, the price is so good, I can't refuse it. I've got the team in my left hand here. It is thanks to Paradise Mazda. Uh, let me just wheel through it now. Across full back is Mackenzie, Ball, Rokar, halfback, Wilkins, Shenton, Zed Richards. The name... L. Johnson did not appear there, did it? Centre line, A. Wilson, uh, Panos, J. Richards. Half forward is Nun Pinion, Douglas. Full forward, Barry, Ellison, Bampton. The inter, uh, followers, I beg your pardon, Balderstone, Greg Abbott. And the interchange bench, Lodovici, Talia, Ira, Saywell, Collins, Spence, Hurd. Now, we, if Jack Hurd or Chris Lodovici gets a game, it'll be there. A Senior debut. So good luck to them if they do. Back into the side, Michael Talia. Um, so that does shore up the defence with the loss of Lewis Johnson. What do you make of the top, the side, Miles?
0: Uh, pretty handy side. Declan Hamilton, Lewis Johnson, big outs. But uh, we've got people that step up. Pretty so, happy. Uh,
2: Lewis Johnson's out with a quad. Declan Hamilton out with an ankle. Yeah, it'll be a while. Um, you saw Declan Hamilton in a moon boot after the game. Yeah, so it'll be a while. That suggests to me it might be three, four weeks. Yeah,
0: he'll be a while. One hey. one thing, too, I want to mention, Mac Bower had back surgery during the week as well. He's okay. come out of that well. Um, so uh, good luck to Mac Bauer. just had back surgery during the week. Uh, right uh,
2: now, we've <laughs> can we just before we go to a break? Oh, no, yeah, we've just got a little bit of audio that uh, our man Benny Palmer has been hard at work. Get to the break, Andrew Capel. Yeah, Andrew
0: Capel. Andrew Capel.
2: Oh, Andrew Capel. Andrew Capel. If that
0: gets a run midweek, if that gets a run midweek, on Andrew Capel. Kimber on the roots or something. Andrew I'm be Capel. Furious.
2: When, when the word Capel has a Y in it, we'll uh, we'll pronounce his name a little bit differently. Anyway, that was the team. Thanks to Paradise Mazda. We are off to another break. On the other side, we're going to be catching up with Craig Evans. Climate, air conditioning and solar, uh, SA's biggest Dakin dealer, and the Telstra shop at North they have phones to drones and Fitbits to Foxtel. You visit their friendly experts today. You're listening to Redlegs Radio.
0: Andrew Capel. Every heart beats true, almost.
2: Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook and Miles Fitzner on SENSA. Keep your eye on the red and the blue. Final term here at Redlegs Radio. Thanks to Climate, Air Conditioning and Solar and the Telstra shop at Norwood. Just very quickly, uh, unfortunately, thanks to Veolia, our women's team did bow out on the weekend. They uh, lost to West Adelaide in the first semifinal, uh, 2-3-15, 9-4-58. So, unfortunately, that's the end of the season for the girls. We had a great year. They started a bit slow, came home with a bit of a rush, but a bit of a disappointing performance in the semi-final. We're going to move on. We're going to catch up with... Uh, a former star of the football club and it's great to go back in time and just remember a couple of the greats of the football club and a great of the competition played 135 games uh, across a career with sturt and norwood played football for south australia an assistant coach for the Norwood football club craig evans welcome back to the red legs football club and welcome to red legs radio thanks
1: hooky uh, pleasure to pleasure to be on i wouldn't say i was a star of the uh red legs but um yeah, no, definitely had a few uh, enjoyable years. That's for sure.
2: 135 games for your career. I think that has you in about the top 13 percent of the competition. So don't underestimate yourself, mate. What are you up to these days?
1: Uh, just, just uh, I moved over to Vic um, three years ago and uh, just working as a as a project engineer over here, just basically building railway track for for fun. So.
0: He's on the um, rails. He's he's on the rails of Big Barge. Yeah, now, good to chat that's to you, big fella, Big Bargey. They call him Barge Hookie because the abnormally large size of his backside, rear end backside yeah. the Big Barge. <laughs> so now, Barge, let's we we've we've pumped this up that you're gonna come on the show and we're gonna do a deep dive. Let's start and go back to Sturt and work through your career. Now early doors, um, you and Jace Bode, both at Sturt, both good mates. Uh you wanted to go to the Red Legs, but Bode convinced you to stay, then he left and went to the red legs. Tell us a little bit of a
1: story. I, I, I wouldn't say he left. He got the sack, didn't he? Yeah, well, well yeah.
0: that's true. <laughs> hey, tell me the story about you going to the Adelaide Oval uh, and maybe doing the wrong thing and then rocking up back to preseason. Oh, we want a bit of a deep dive on this. Tell us about leaving Sturt in that 2012 preseason.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know which uh, Nord supporter hasn't heard this story before. <laughs> I've, I've told her a few times. Weel um, it out one more time, Craig. We'll, we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it short, mate, because it's, it is a long story. But um, yeah, basically, yeah, I, I, I had a bit of a falling out uh, with the with the double blues, and, I, and it came forth from um, the fact that uh Jace got the sack from Sturt, Sturt and I wasn't real happy with it. Um, and they were—he went over to Norwood and they were travelling quite well that throughout the year. And we were, we were going pretty average. And I said, mate, if you guys make the granny, I'm going to wear wear your Guernsey to the grand final in support of you. <laughs> um, and. And i was also i also um organized the corporate corporate facility that that day um with the old man and and a couple of his mates who are, who have been diehard hard norwood fans for a long time um so I sort of wore it in there on her as well but anyway I, I get to the game and i'm wearing wearing this nord guernsey and uh, what what do you know the Sturt border in a in a corporate facility just behind me.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know it was all uh, it was all uh happy happy days happy days i'd organized you know my my new contract for the next couple of years um so that was all ready to be put pen on paper and but then i didn't hear from him for a, for a little while and i said you know what's going on So i go in there and um the, the Seamus maloney's in for the meeting as well with um San, sandico who's who's down at i don't know whether he's at the bays anymore he's, he's at
2: glenope yeah
1: um yeah, Glennell has been there for a while. Um, anyway, I walk in and those two are sitting there. I'm like, okay, this is yeah, this is not great. Um, anyway, so we have this discussion. I just said, look, I I meant no disrespect to the Sturt Football Club. I I wore that, um, you know. In honour of my my old man and my and you were, vi- you were vice you know. captain
0: at the time too, weren't
1: you? Yeah, vice, vice <laughs> captain at the time of the double Blues. and uh, but yeah, I don't know. In hindsight, hindsight is was probably wasn't the the right thing to do, but it, I don't think it was that bad either. Um, so anyway, um, they they queried that and I said, look, you know, what do I have to do? And they just said, oh, look, we want you to uh, apologise to the playing group and and the board. So I'm like, okay. So I walked away from there. I'm like, yeah, fair enough. I'll, I'll do that. Um, and then I went up to Shane Maloney before the preseason session. I just said, look, you know, what are you going to do? Just introduce me and then I'll I'll say what happened and why and blah, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, that's it. And then instead of doing that, he, he basically berated me in front of the whole group for two minutes, it felt like. So when I came out, I just said, oh, look, I'm sorry, fellas. And that's all I had to say. You know, it was, was, was dirty enough, I did. But I, I did the right thing. I trained the session out, um, and but I was, I was just really boiling up inside. And then uh, the next day at work, he rang me. and said, "Oh, are you free at seven thirty for the for the board meeting?" I said, "No," nah, and you won't be seeing me for a while either. And that was it. That was it. Um,
2: that was really it. Really quickly, yeah. have you ever broken bread with Seamus again?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've uh, we've had a couple of conversations since. It's all it's all fine. You know, he was. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, no no, hard feelings
2: at all. Miles Miles is desperate to ask you about the uh, rumble in the tunnel, the famous game against uh, West Adelaide, which I think might have been your first game yeah. for the
0: club. It was. It was. And, and it was just, my debut. Um, just quite sorry, quickly, mate, though, you go. too, your debut as well. That you, you got the best on ground for Norwood that day. The club gave you that award. But you lost the medal because yeah. your other mate and our other mate, Matt Suckling, had 43 that day. But you had 35, yeah. seven tackles, yeah. ten clearances and kicked a goal and got the best. For the club, that's right. So don't undersell well, your yeah. performance.
1: Well, there's no, there's no other way to say this than I was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've yeah, got to keep like, moving here, Craig. Get yeah, to the tunnel so and how the tunnel Sorry. started. All right, all right, mate. No worries. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was my debut game, and um, the game was on the line. And obviously Bass and um, uh, and uh, what's his name Andy, Andy Collins. Collins, yeah, Andy Collins had history. Um, anyway, we we're getting the game was on a nice edge at half time and suck, uh, Suckers, who was his. One of his best mates and housemate kicked the ball just a little bit high for Fife and he didn't really jump up and uh, go for it. And then he, he, he sprayed him and said, Why don't you bloody jump for the ball? And then they were in each other's face, spraying each other. And Collins comes down and goes, Oh, look, look at your team. You're an absolute rabble. And then Bass and him were, you know, having started the argument, arguing with each other all the way off the ground. And as soon as we got into the cover of darkness, I was, I was right there. We're all, both teams are walking down. As soon as we got under the cover of darkness, Bass just like unleashes this almighty like elbow bump into <laughs> the into collar, into the side of the wall. They're grappling like in with each other in headlocks, and I said, "Well, I got no choice here. I have got to stick up my coach." So I, <laughs> I, I jump in, start start uh, grappling with the guys, and then what do you know? There's this there's this bloke that's jumped over the top of me and and punched Collins on top of the head. He come from 3D. Oh, that's Jace Bode.
2: Uh, <laughs> Craig, fantastic story mate. We'd love to yeah. spend uh, all evening chatting to you about it. In fact, we may get you on to Redlegs Radio a little We'll get bit him later on again. We'll year, get him
1: on thanks again around the house. Red Redlegs Radio.
2: I really appreciate your time. We're um, off to uh, take on the Lad, Le- sorry, the Bays at uh, Cooper Stadium this weekend. We'll see you all at the footy.